When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead, download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. Do you read Stephen King? Good news. There's a club for you. The Losers Club. Every Friday, us losers journey through the never-ending wastelands of King's Dominion. We sink our teeth into each of King's novels, dive deep into the lore, and review every adaptation. Even better, we're always having guests over. Thomas Jane, Will Wheaton, Mary Lambert, Mick Garris, the list goes on. So what are you waiting for? Join us as we read on through long days and pleasant nights. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK in Louisville, KY. You can hear it at WFPK.org. Also, Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. As usual, a big thanks to all of you who uh, who chime in every single week, who listen to the multiple episodes that we release, uh, new ones every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That's right, it's a podcast with three episodes every single week. If you're a biggest nerd as I am, uh, that's something you're into, though. You love hearing about all your favorite artists and what they're up to, what they're releasing, what they're going to release, the whole story. Then we're a great one to follow. So if you're not already a subscriber, uh, please use this as the commercial, as the ad uh, to do so. Of course, you can find us at Spotify and YouTube and Apple Podcast, NPR.org, wherever you get your podcasts from. Thanks to everyone who's been leaving the comments, too, saying hi in the various comment places that you can do so, whether it's, you know, what you liked about the interview, where you're listening from, questions about what we were talking about. Always appreciate all of that. I'm Kyle Meredith, and today I'm talking with Nathaniel Rateliff, a man who has had gigantic success in the past few years, starting with uh, 2015's Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats record, and following that up with 2018's Tearing at the Seams. 
For this album, and it's still all right, Nathaniel's actually gone back to the sound we sort of knew him for before the Night Sweats, before the SOB song. It's an introspective, it's a singer-songwriter record, and the man is one of our most gifted poets when it comes to really making you feel every single word that he is singing. And a lot of the words on this record, I mean, in one sense, it's a beautiful record, and in another sense, it's a beautifully dark record. There is divorce that he is singing about, there is death that he's singing about. In fact, we're going to talk about both of those, and on the latter specifically about his friend and one of my favorite artists who passed away recently, Richard Swift, who Nathaniel dedicates this album to. We're going to sing the praises of Richard Swift. We're going to talk about how this man was able to pull the sounds out of artists that he did. And we'll hear about how the record ultimately is is looking for hope. It's it's finding hope. And how do you dig a song out of the darkness when you're, you know, discussing themes like this. But there's also lighter fare. It's not all heavy. Nathaniel recently launched a cannabis line with Willie Nelson. I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it with Willie. So we're going to hear about that as well as opening for the Stones. The Night Sweats got to do so in 2019. I think it was August of 2019. I want to hear what that experience is like, because I got a feeling it's a bit different than the usual show. So let's get into it. Talking about this beautiful new record called And It's Still All Right. It's Kyle Meredith with Nathaniel Rateliff. This is Nathaniel. I figure you're doing the dating game today, the the phone dating. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I've been. It's been a couple of weeks of that. At least it's not all in German today. So. <laughs> That's helpful. The questions are better because I don't get the. Won't it's funny? You would come all this way to promote the records that no one would listen to. And the style of music in this country is not widely liked. <laughs> How do you answer that? Oh, oh, thanks for talking to me for thirty minutes. <laughs> Well, it's just, I think it's just a, a mix-up in translation that the Germans. It's like a, it's an ongoing theme among musicians to have the the German compliment, as we call it. Right. I think. So. <laughs> Let's start. So first off, all compliments on the record. It is gorgeous. It is beautiful. Uh, I was, you know, we we here at WFPK in Louisville. We were big fans of the early stuff, so it's nice to hear this again. Uh, right. Not that we haven't enjoyed the night sweats immensely, but. Was there always a plan to come back to this side, or or how did it happen? There's always a part of me that enjoys this sort of approach to writing and even the performance aspect of it. Uh, You know, it's very different than the Night Sweats. But also, it's you know, I know what the Night Sweats need to be and what I want them to be. This kind of record allows me, as a singer-songwriter, to kind of stretch my wings and touch different genres that I, I really like as a writer. And yeah, and even as a guitar player to kind of do some things differently that I don't feel will fall into place with what the Night Sweats are. I know every album is different regardless, but having now done two Night Sweats record, which was, you know, such a a different, you know, bombastic turn from the softer solo side with great success. Do you feel like there's a difference now that you've returned? You know, I feel uh, even listening back to some of the older material, in rehearsals, I you know I feel like so much more. I have uh, a better understanding of my voice, um, and I'm so much more comfortable in it. And and I feel like that really adds to the delivery now in comparison to what I did when I was younger. You'd mentioned you know, your voice and everything. I, I even noticed like a, a track like All or Nothing. Like this sounds like something new. Like you, are you doing something with your voice on that one? Have you found a new ah, character? Is not the right word. I don't yeah. Like well, I mean that's a, a reasonable character. Is a, a pretty you know, that's a, that's a reasonable word to use. Um, I, I know what you're saying. I I think with uh, songs like that, and there's a there's another one I was playing for some other songwriters. They're like, oh, a, a new voice, huh? I was like, I guess I don't know. I you know sometimes uh, like with that song in particular, that sort of like it just kind of came out sounding like that, and it 
it didn't really sound like a like I was making myself be a character. It just felt really natural. So yeah. I just kind of let it be that thing. So well, it's 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 interesting kind of hearing all those moments and. You know, it's always weird asking about the darker side because I, I know that there is a lot of that wrapped into this. You know, it's from the interview, interviewer side of it. We're always so separated from it that it's like, you know, it sounds like it's trivial when we ask about it. But, you know, it did bring up because this is, am I right? This is sort of like a divorce record wrapped into a death record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah, pretty gnarly way to describe it. But I guess it's kind of that. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, these songs, some of them I was working on as I was. The second Night Sweats record, I was going through uh, a divorce and didn't really feel like I could, you know, certainly a bunch of those songs were about that as well. But I didn't feel like I, I, I guess that I was able to talk about it clearly without, uh, you know, I was trying to be sensitive to the situation. And now that's a couple of years removed. And so I, I guess and also, you know, divorce is one of those things that it's, you know, it's a, a real process. Doesn't feel like anybody really wins on the other side of it. Right. So, you know, I, as time goes along, you have different feelings about it. And so just being able to write songs from the point of the second Night's What's record until recently has, has been nice and uh, it's a good way to for me to process things. So, And then, of course, this record would have been something that I was going to make with Richard, with Richard Swift, who we had, you know, I was playing him the songs as we were making the second Night's What's record. And unfortunately, he passed away. And so... Some of the songs are about that as well, and the record is dedicated to him. So, And we should sing his praises while we have that moment, too, because I was such a fan. I'm still such a fan uh, of Richard Swift. Um, because, like, how did he do what he did? I, I, I never, you know, that that's not a, really a question that he could ever answer if I ever asked him that. But but it's like he understood what had been lost sometimes in, in modern songwriting and technology. I don't know if that's a good way to put it or whatever, but he had magic in what he did. Yeah, there's definitely, um, he had a real ear for, he had a way of making things sound so much better than they were, than other people could make them sound, I guess. I remember our, our first conversation, and I had shared him some demos of the Night Sweat stuff, and <clears throat> he was like, so what's your, like, your, uh, like, What's your method? Like, how do you how are you do? What's your setup? What are you recording? Like, how are you doing it? And I was like, Well, I got like one mic, and I get that to sound pretty good. And I move it around the room. And he's like, Right on, man. That's kind of what I do. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny that you know that and that was kind of really his part of his his thing is just like, well, I don't know, go in there and play, and I'll make it sound good on my end, you know. And he did over and over again. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, considering the you know the stuff that you're talking about here, I, I think the the main attraction that you've pointed towards though is ultimately a record about finding hope. And when you're writing these songs, is there a moment that you have to dig the song out of the darkness? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, some of the songs, um, like the title track, you know, I was unsure about what I was writing about as it was coming out on the page. You know, and so it's interesting to see it happen in front of you and then even record it and then you know i think the darker sides in there and so is element of hope because maybe just myself as a person that's what i'm you know try always i acknowledge that that darkness and then but i always want there to be something more than that otherwise it I, you know it can't be that fatalistic i guess you know I mean, you can hear it in there if you're listening. The nice thing about this record is it's also something you can put on, and and if you're not trying to get you know deep into it, it's it's just a beautiful record. I mean, it's so beautiful. That's that's the word. That's the word I'm going to have to stand on there. <laughs> Thank you. 
I, I will ask about a, a few of the side things or a couple of side things really quickly here because I, I saw on the lighter side of life, uh, is it true you launched a cannabis brand with the one and only king of cannabis, Mr. Willie Nelson? Uh, yeah, well, Willie's Reserve is based in Colorado, which is where myself and the Night Sweats live, and we, you know, work a lot with Willie and Farm Aid, and uh, and then you know, I guess that kind of just went right into the to the weed industry as well. Yeah, so we we started doing some vape pins, but also have our own flower. Uh, so it's been pretty fun. So. I mean, if you're going to team up with anybody, that's got to like that's that's the bucket list stuff right there. That's the stuff that you, you, you as a kid, you know, I, I wouldn't have ever think like, you know, one of these days, being Willie Nelson, we're going to be <laughs> in business together. Right. <laughs> and I saw you guys open for the Stones. Uh, they, they just announced a tour. That's so I asked this in that context. Was that experience like different than than other opening slots playing with other bands? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Stones, you know. <laughs> um, you know, there's like nobody will ever be that band again. It doesn't matter how successful modern bands get; they'll never have the impact or the influence that somebody like Willie Nelson or the Rolling Stones has had on you know multiple generations of musicians. And there was also you know like they came at a time when you know that kind of music was very young, and so they were kind of writing and breaking the rules as they went and. We don't really have that anymore, you know. It's it's hard to not be doing something that is somehow, you know, influenced by something else you've been listening to, you know. So, but yet I will give you the compliments and finish it up there as someone who is doing something that feels like they're on their own trajectory at least. Um, breaking rules or not, you know, however you want to frame that, uh, I'd love to see what you do time and time again. Right on, thank you. Appreciate no it. Problem, man. Nathaniel, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for taking the time today, and uh, and we'll see you around, man. All right, take care. Appreciate right. it. My thanks to Nathaniel Rateliff. Again, the new record is called, and it's still all right. That was back in the 2018 when the Night Sweats were about to release their uh, their second record, Tearing at the Seams. That was the previous time that Nathaniel and I got to catch up. We got to talk about how that Tearing at the Seams record took a different route than their breakthrough with the SOB song, as well as his workhorse ethic, and uh, and escaping a small town. So for your listening pleasure, it's part two of Kyle Meredith with Nathaniel Rateliff. Hey, Kyle. How's it going? I'm all right, man. You How are right? you? I'm well. Just uh, enjoying my morning here in Nashville. <laughs> it's worth noting, 10 minutes before this call came through, I opened up a big package, and it was a gold record with a picture of your hairy chest next to it. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on that. It's it's a surprise, and you know nowadays with the way the industry works for a band like us, uh, a gold record's a big deal for us. You know, I I mean I think it probably is in in this industry now, anyways. Uh, just the way records don't sell, and you know I, we never really I never thought we were going to have any of this happen. So for that to you know to <clears throat> yeah, it was just a surprise, and and it kind of makes me feel like people actually cared about the record and not just the one song, and so you know. It's, Good feeling. Well, it's chock full of great songs. I, I do got to ask probably a question that's asked about these type of things all the time. Is the audio actually imprinted on these gold records? I don't know. I'm, you crack it open and try to play it. <laughs> Maybe I will. But you'll be real bummed if it doesn't work. So. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. Well, let's talk about the new one then. Tearing at the Seams is the new record. And again, man, uh, you know, I, I feel like maybe this is a really important record. I mean, this is going to be a stupid way to ask this, but is this the album to prove that it wasn't all a fluke? 
Well, I haven't thought of it that way. Oh, um, I'm sorry. You know, I'm glad. I, no, no. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't thinking of it that way, you know, when we were trying to write it. I, when we went into the studio, you know, my manager, Chris, was just like, you know, just don't worry about trying to write another SOB or, uh, or even writing a radio hit. He's just like, just go in and make a record that you guys really care about. And, yeah. uh, that's kind of what we did. And, you know, I feel like uh, it went through, you know, kind of three different processes to get to where it was or to where it is now. And we actually had a lot of songs that just didn't even make it on the record. And so, yeah, I hope this is a, the album to, that everybody feels like, oh, it's not just about one song that, you know, we've, we've really become a band and, you know, we try to record a lot of this record live together in the studio the way they used to make records and um, just try to capture the energy and uh, sort of the feeling we have as a band together uh, on the record and, you know, try to, you know, just try to write a bunch of songs for it and see what's stuck, really. So. And and with that said, I mean, it might not even be worth comparing the two, but you played several different styles over your career, but you broke through with a very particular style, and I, I wondered if that had an effect on this record going into it. Like, do we give the people what they want? Is, is this my sound for right now? Uh, you know, I, I think for this record, I, I, you know, my influences for it were really different than... Um, the first record, you know, I was listening to a lot of Laura Marling and Kevin Morby and Andy Shaw and Damian Gerardo, and they're all just, you know, kind of singer-songwriter stuff. And I wanted to take sort of that element um, and narrative and just think a little bit more about what I was writing about and bring that to the record instead of just kind of throwing words on the page. Uh, yeah, so I, I just, I don't know, a definitely different approach for me writing this time and, and also different in a way of working with the band instead of just hiding away by myself. Writing those songs, if you're with a band, there comes a point where you sort of have to give up the song a bit, don't you? Yeah, you know, but I, I feel like we all know each other so well. And, um, it's not like anybody's trying to get something in on the record because of their ego. I feel like we all really try to serve the song the best we can, and it was a really good experience. But it definitely is different because, you know, you got eight eight people eight people's opinions or nine people's opinions so richard swift is helping out on this one again is that right yeah i know he's um how do you two work together because i mean he's a he's a man that understands how to you know and and i want to go back a little bit to talking about you know older sounds and not specifically the ones that you know you've done in the past but he knows how to take something that sort of puts its foot in an older sound but make sure it's something real and living and breathing right now um, which seems to work well with everything that you've done together. I, I sort of wonder how the two of you work together. We we kind of have a real, we're, we're really close. I mean, you know, Richard kind of feels like my brother, and that really, for me, helps out a lot because there's there's not a lot of tension between us or, you know, you're not having to deal with somebody else's massive ego or anything like that. It's, it's really, we just have a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, Richard's style is, go in there and do a good performance, you know? Do you think that he will ever release that next solo record that's been mythological at this point? <laughs> oh, there's, there's, he has so much material. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> I wanted to come out. I'm, I was trying to get him to like do a show with us and he never actually even responded to me on it. I was like, Hey man, we're going to do this, curate this festival. The night sweats can be your backing band. You know, and you can just like show up and play and, he never he never responded to it at all. So <laughs> I'll try to get him. I'll try to do it again, but we'll see. So. I'm gonna push that man. 
Um, yeah, for you, you know, and it's, uh, again, maybe sort of a silly question. Uh, ha- has life noticeably changed, you know, now that you've had the big hits, the big record, the big gold record? Uh, you know, I, I mean, other than sort of buying a lot of guitars, nothing's really changed for me. So, um, <laughs> you know, we work so much, it's been really hard to for me to, you know, kind of figure out what the change is. Um, I'm just, I'm just, you know, still constantly working. So, you know, um, but that's kind of the biggest change for me is just the so much work. But I, I can't really complain about that either. So I'm not complaining about it. But I'm still trying to grasp like where, uh, you know, I know we have the big record, but it doesn't, you know, I don't feel like a rock star or, uh, you know, I'm certainly not going out and like, you know, spending shitloads of money on expensive bottles of champagne. I live in Pat Mises' basement and, you know, it's still everything's pretty simple for me. So, there's a there's something about that midwestern work ethic that comes along. I mean, you and I come from similar places in a rural town that you sort of have to escape from. In fact, I feel like escape is is more than just a triumph uh, when you yeah. get away from those places. <laughs> right. I was listening to one of your singles off this record, Hey Mama, and, and it has some stern advice, which is sort of that do your job sort of advice. Do, do you find yourself still, you know, trying to escape those type of places that comes through in your songwriting is the way I'm hearing it? Well, yeah, you know, I mean, for me, I don't, you know, in that particular song, that you know, it's sort of me talking to myself, but, you know, not in the the idea of the conversation with your, you know, with your mom, just how she was, you know, not just trying to escape those areas, but just that there's so much more to do, regardless of how difficult things might seem, you know, and, um, and so maybe that's, you know, growing up with that kind of work ethic. And, uh, you know, my mom's still working and, you know, she was cleaning the hotel. Now she's running the kitchen. So, you know, uh, life continues and work always is there. And I just, you know, I don't know that that song's so much about escaping those places, but embracing the work that's there and, um, and you know, accepting that, you know, there's, there's so much more to life and, and what we have to offer each other. And, and uh, there's sort of beauty in that struggle, really. When I heard that, I could hear, you know, the, uh, the advice coming from the parent to, to the child, but I also heard it as you just repeating a mantra to yourself, like, this is the deal. You know, yeah, no, it definitely is that. <laughs> it's funny to write, you know, when you, I feel like with this record, there's a lot of stuff that um, I was writing from, from a personal aspect, but wanted to change it enough so that, you know, it, so that people would connect with it. And, you know, uh, I think the thing I always love about songs is when you're listening to the song and you feel like it was written for you or about your situation and your life. And it's always left up to the interpretation of the listener. And that's kind of the beauty of songs to me, you know, it's just like, man, I, when I listen to something, I'm like, God, this is like totally about me and what's happening in my life right now. And, you know, I'm trying to write from a perspective from this record that I hope people can connect in that way to the songs. Now, that's what we're all craving as music fans. That's, that's what we want. And, uh, and you're, you're <laughs> dishing it out, so I appreciate it. Hell, hey, I'm trying. You know, luckily, I'm kind of a screw up, so I keep just the material just flows out of me, you know? Yeah, well... <laughs> Thanks for bearing your soul as as you did bury your chest. Yeah, yeah my pleasure. Nathaniel, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Um, uh, we'll see you again May 12th at the Iroquois Amphitheater. It's going to be fun. All right. I look forward to it. Thanks for your time. All right, man. Take care. You too. Bye.
Nathaniel Rateliff back from a uh, 2018 interview right there. Again, that was behind the Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Switch record called Tearing at the Seams. And one more time, the new album, and it's still all right. You got to go check it out. Another fantastic LP in an increasingly long line and very impressive catalog of music. And also a big thanks to you for making it to the end here. Check it out. The episode always appreciated. Uh, before you get out of here, if you're not a subscriber to the series, uh, take that moment. Let us do the hard work. Make it easy for you. You can follow along on, uh, on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. NPR, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from. Just type in Kyle Meredith with and subscribe. And then after that, head to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, which is an hour full of song premieres, of music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Again, that's WFPK.org. Consequenceofsound.net has your music and film news. You can find me on just about any social media platform, all the major ones anyway, at Kyle Meredith. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. I think I'm got. I just got spaced out. Got off track. <laughs> it's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker. Live stream from our website at wfpk.org. From Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.